1: Coming to you live on Tape on this Saturday, September 24th, 2022. You want to reach out to the show, you can reach us at BrokenHelmetShow at gmail.com. Twitter is at HelmetBroken, and on the gram, it is at TheBrokenHelmetPod. So, two weeks in, two Thursday night games. Have no clue what they're doing, but they're screwing us, Chris. With all these crazy bullshit ideas by the coaches. You know, San Diego, but, or not San Diego, Los Angeles, they want to go for the seven instead of kicking the field goal, and then Tomlin turns around, and Tomlin doesn't want to go for the touchdown. He wants to kick the field goal. What the hell's going on?
0: We were just talking about that, so it's crazy.
1: I mean, they just want to screw all gamblers across the you know, United States here. Well, what about
0: the fourth and five and then the offsides penalty, but they don't get a fourth, but they don't get a first down?
1: All right. We're talking about this week's game, which was uh, Cleveland hosting the Steelers. And what's yeah. fourth quarter? Was it on the drive for that they took the field goal for? Yeah. Yeah. And what do they end up he, doing? Because I, I don't have the play chart in front of me, so I don't... Oh, he kicks it. They kick... Well, it
0: was a 4th and 5, then there was like a neutral zone infraction.
1: Right, which was and... a neutral zone infraction, unlike uh, whatever it was. Was it last week, or when was the... What was the game? There was a neutral zone infraction that wasn't a neutral zone infraction. Was the Monday Night? I forget what it was. Um, but anyway, so continue. So there was a neutral zone infraction, and that brought it to like, what, 4th and five. No, it was fourth and 5.
0: Okay. And so the neutral zone infraction should have given them a first down, but it it didn't. It gave them like fourth and inches.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. I do remember this play and you were correct. It brought the down and distance to fourth and like inches and he still kicked the ball. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and well, I just I guess I I rarely you rarely see a fourth and 5 go to fourth and inches. Like, you mo- if you see- if it's a fourth and five, and it's a five-yard penalty, they'll often just give them the first down.
1: Uh, I mean, unless it's measured and mm-hmm. they knew that it wasn't, right? I mean, they're not I sure to give talking, the first down, right? I mean, it's going to have to qualify I it, I it, for like, 10 yards. How often does that actually
0: happen? Like, I mean, if it wasn't the end of the game, they wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have just been like, all right, first down.
1: Well, regardless, either way, Tomlin is just more than happy just to take the three and then try for the onside kick, which they could have actually had, which was odd, funny enough.
0: But yeah, the dude, dude blew it.
1: But you think about it, and it's just, it's the differences between two coaches, right? Tomlin, obviously from an older school, Staley, one of the new statistical gurus of the league. And, you know, one goes for the touchdown when you would have thought they would have just taken the field goal, and the other one doesn't even bother to try for the first down, even though, you know, they need the touchdown, and they're down there, and they just decide, ah, we're just going to take the three points and then kick take the onside kick. So, Right. I mean, either way. I, I, and the,
0: I don't know. And then the whole thing with the the six
1: points at the Blow end of the, the game. Blowing the tees! Blowing the tees! Like... It get nothing and like it. What are you doing? What are you doing? All those teaser people. They're just out of luck. A well, the spread was... Huge. What? Cleveland laying four? Uh, it was... Cle- whatever that touchdown ultimately made it because they won by 12, right? I think that was the... The end all spread. Yeah, I think I think the
0: spread was four and that uh, It was twenty nine
1: the, seventeen. They won by twelve and that pushed it out of tease range for, you know, a, a good handful of people. Again, it depends on where you lock in the line, but uh, people were crying on Twitter about losing their teaser.
0: Yeah. That's that's just a really fucked up play. Well, I mean, it's gonna affect fantasy too, because whoever has the Cleveland defense I mean, you know, you know that's gonna at you know that's gonna get somebody somewhere oh, out there.
1: I mean, for sure. Actually, I, I was uh, sitting at the bar with Mark Tower, and he was going against the Cleveland defense, so he was pissed because that qualified for the six points for the defense. There you go. It was a screwy ending in many regards, and now we just. I mean, that's that's Thursday night gambling, right? Thursday night, you know, not really the 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 night you want to pick to be you know your best bets. And whatnot, Yeah, sure, engagement and the rest of it. But the Thursday night games are just screwy. Always have been, always will be. Um, and you've got it two weeks in a row with, with just weird shit that happened. And then this week, it, it's another good game. I mean, it should be a good game, depending on what happens. But upcoming this week, it's Miami in Cincinnati. So you have Bengals, the defending AFC uh, champions, versus the Dolphins, who, you know, Reinvigorated themselves with this Mike McDaniel's offense and speed kills. It's very a la '70s Raiders with just <laughs> wide receivers flying all over the field.
0: Yeah, I Miami's good. I don't, I think that they're going to go up against the juggernaut this week, though.
1: I don't. You know, I'm, I'm not sure. We will. We'll see. And there is actually news out of that game. Breaking news. Micah Hyde is gone for the season. He is Dunsky. Injured neck, he will go on the IR, and he will return, hopefully, next season. But a big shot to their secondary because Hyde and Poyer were a phenomenal tandem, if not the best safety tandem in the NFL. And now you have Hyde out, and he's been there with McDermott since uh, he came in in 2017. I think he brought him in. And uh, now he's not going to have him I, three games into the season. Tough blow. Especially this week, right? I mean...
0: Yeah, this is the worst week for that to happen.
1: Yeah, not good. Not what you want to happen. So, uh, let's hop right into it. We will jump right into first down and see how we did all last week. First down. First down. And so, with our best bets, I went 1-0. and Chris, you went 0-1. So, right now, you are 0-2 on the year. I am 1-1. Last week, I hit with Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I don't know if it was the lock of the week. The lock of the week was probably the Buffalo Bills as they mopped up on the other Monday night game, just throttling Tennessee. Uh, and then we go over to our super picks, and I was lock aroo I'm trying to hit the lock button. 5-0, baby. 5-0. Big, big day for me. So... Uh, you were one and four. I was five and zero. Oh. I am seven and three on the year. You are three and seven. Uh, as for the seven, the two seventy-two, I went twelve and three. You were five and ten. So on the year, I'm uh, twenty and eleven. You're thirteen and eighteen. As for the other guys that we play against, the money tickets and sharps, right now the the money and the sharps are, are good for the year. Sharps are 17 and 8 on the year. Money is 20 and 10. Tickets are under 500 at 14 and 16. Parlays, I, I hit my one. I had the. Uh, I actually could have hit any of the three: Philly, New York, and Detroit. I actually went with Philly and New York, but all three of those hit. You missed on yours. You're 0 and 2 for the year. I'm a 1 and 1. Teasers were all over. We haven't hit anything there yet. And prop bets, we both missed, but we had good bets. We had good bets in there, especially you, Chris. You hit everyone except for the one that you picked. How do you even huh. do that? I don't know. Stevenson was the one you went with. You could have went with Hurst. You could have went with McCaffrey over the 65 or uh, Barton with uh, over seven and a half tackles. They all cashed in except for Stevenson. Uh, I, I actually went with McCaffrey. Did you see the way that McCaffrey hit his over 65?
0: Well, he had like a fifty-yard touchdown or something.
1: Yeah, it was a fifty-yard run. Other than that, he was under. I thought I was good, and then he ripped off this gigantic run, and that was it. So, uh, so anyway, and so as for the favorites, dogs last week it was favorites eight to seven. Right now, the dogs lead that battle sixteen to fifteen on the year. Home dogs were two and two. Unders is where it is this year. Last week, it was 6-9 and nine on the season total. It's 11-20, and 20, so the Unders are raking it in big. Teasers were kind of a smattering of crap last week. 9-6 uh, and six for both the big favorites and the Dogs teases, and then 8-7 and seven for the overs, 10-5 for the Unders. So right now, both teasers, whether it be the money line, I mean the spread or the totals, are both 18-12. and 12. So... There you go. I mean, that's where it is right now. I, uh, I had one good week, but the two of us have been, you know, kind of average. You gotta pick, you gotta pick it up. You usually blow me out and all this stuff. I, I've got you through yeah. two weeks right now.
0: Yeah. I, I need a couple, uh, I need a couple big weeks to get me back up. I mean, what are the odds that you go two years, you know, cashing in two years in a row and then, you know, I, that, that's, that's rare to do anyway. So I'm, I'm, Due for a down year, but I'm not going to allow it to happen.
1: Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, you look at everything that's going on right now, uh, you know, favorites and dogs are basically split 50 50. The games have all been unders, uh, minus a couple of big scoring games, but everything went, you know, is, is sliding down toward the, you know, the. the uh, I, what the fuck am I trying to say? Jesus Christ. It's like... See, I try to get all smart and, and fancy with it, and I just fuck up continually. I do it
0: constantly. Oh, I thought you I thought you were caught up watching your Demon Deacons tear up some Clemson ass. No,
1: I'm, I got Demon Deacons going right now. They're playing Clemson right now. Uh, five at 21. Uh, Wake Forest is 21 in the nation, that is. And it's 20 to 14 right now, Clemson. And they also have Judge up there. But no, I was just trying to say that so far through the year, it... The points have been coming at a premium because the unders have been hitting in. That's what I was trying to say, and then I don't know what happens. Sometimes my brain breaks when I'm talking, and I just lose complete track of what I'm trying to say. Or, even worse yet, is that I'm trying to think of a a, a decent vocabulary word to stick it. Oh, yes! Wake Forest! There you go, baby! Take the touchdown, so they will. Dude, uh, you're about one. two
0: minutes. You're about two minutes behind live feed.
1: Uh, I might be. I do everything through streaming, and uh, so that's that's is what it is. So anyway, this is podcast Kryptonite right here. So my apologies. So anyway, um, like I said, you got to pick it up. I got a little bit of a lead right now, but again, the money, the pros and the sharps. Right now, it's been. It's been a sharp season so far. So last year it was complete opposite coming out of the gates. The tickets were really mopping up, but uh, not so much this year. So uh, we've got a bunch of we got two good games, and then we've got the rest. But the good games are good. So we'll jump right into that now, and we will. Which one do you want to do first? We got two. It's the Bucks, Green Bay, and Miami versus the Bills. So which one? Uh, We can start. We can start with the early game. We'll start with the early game. So we'll go AFC first. Second down. down. And so we will take off and head down to Miami. It's going to be nice down there tomorrow. Bills in town are the road favorites right now. Four and a half is the spread. All statistics are provided to us by the Action Network, and I pulled those as of about an hour ago. Spreads are also uh, about an hour ago, and I pulled those from DraftKings. So, Bills right now, four and a half point favorites in Miami. Over under is 53. Right now, the Sharps are leaning toward the Dolphins. The money in the tickets are both on the Bills and pretty hefty, actually. They're both about 70% in favor of the Bills. So, you know, it's a it's an AFC East rivalry. It's a big AFC game. Micah Hyde out. Kind of definitely helps out the Dolphins in that regard. The Dolphins had the monster comeback, but they needed the monster comeback because they were getting crushed last week. So, which way does this go? You got a short week for the for the Bills here coming off the Monday night game. The Dolphins had to spend all that energy coming coming from behind versus Baltimore. Where do you see this game going on Sunday? I
0: okay from from like a you know just a fan perspective and you know just just the eye test. Obviously, Buffalo looks like the Super Bowl champs up to this point. They correct? look
1: phenomenal so far. Correct. I am one hundred percent with you there.
0: From a betting perspective. I can see Miami putting in a good effort because of what you, you mentioned earlier on in the podcast with the the secondary being so banged up for Buffalo. But, I, you know, I, I would more bet the over than anything in this game. But I, I, I like the Bills. I, I, it's very hard to bet against the Bills. I thought Baltimore last... Like, Baltimore smoked Miami and then... I guess they just stopped you know they just stopped playing.
1: So from, Well and then their secondary what, was horrific. You know, I the yeah, Browns Yeah, they were real not to revisit anything from too far back, but the Browns and the Ravens secondary last week were horrific in the second half. I, I don't know what happened. It was just whammies all around. They were terrible. Yeah,
0: really really bad. And I, I don't know how you go into the fourth quarter up 21 points and lose a game. Like, no NFL team should ever do that. I don't care. There's not enough time for that to happen. Wow. Like, you you, you literally almost have to go out of your way to, like, lose a game. But whatever. It is what it is. Um, I, I, I love what the Dolphins do because they have so much speed. But I believe that the coaching staff from Buffalo – Saw what happened. They're you know they're they're rivals, right? They're they're in division rivals. They know each other better than anybody else. And there's no way, no way, that Buffalo's going to allow Miami to to lose the
1: game over the top. They might give the I Dunk mean, passes, but I I'm sure that Baltimore was saying the same thing when they were up two scores, three scores. But Baltimore is not Buffalo. We all decided, we all knew going into the
0: season, Buffalo, they're probably the Super Bowl favorite.
1: Yes. I, at least, I mean, ball, for the Super ball, Bowl Baltimore favorite, definitely is, the Baltimore AFC. Is not. Baltimore and then is not. The,
0: difference, the difference is is when Buffalo gets the ball, Buffalo has the ability, I mean, they're a much better offense than even Baltimore is. So, you know, from that perspective, Buffalo is going to hold the ball much longer than Baltimore would. Remember the Baltimore game got all mayhem anyway when they the game started on a on a, a kick return touchdown. Right. So, it, you know, that is what it is. But there's no way Buffalo is going to play bad against an okay, like Miami's defense isn't that good. They everybody thought they were good. They're not the terrible. They're,
1: definitely They're not terrible. Not terrible. But-
0: if Baltimore just put up 38 points on them, you don't think Buffalo could put up
1: 38 points? Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I guess they could. I don't see, you know, why not using that kind of logic. If you want to use DVOA in terms of defense, Miami currently is all the way down at 26th. So they were 9 the week before that, um, and then they fell, obviously, because... Baltimore dropped so many points uh, on them, but you know they're terrible against the pass. That that's the deal. They're they're thirty one right now against the pass, and they're better against the rush, which doesn't really work out here because Buffalo, you know, it, it, they're getting you everywhere, but through the air is where they're they're really chopping people up. So they're they're second in the pass DVOA in terms of offense, thirtieth against the rush, which is similar to last year, right? That's why they go out. And they drafted um, uh, what's his face at, at running back, even though they had Singletary and Moss there. So they grabbed Cook from uh, Florida State, correct? Yeah, and he's
0: he, he's also not like he's not nearly as good as he's not the same pedigree as his brother was. So don't get it fooled.
1: No, but I mean, in in the same breath, I mean, they gave him thirteen totes last week or eleven totes last week. So they're they're letting him get the rock a little bit. So. You know, if you're looking at Fantasy and he's still available because I know he got waived after the first week, he might be a good pickup because, I, you know, it seems like they are going to be giving him, you know, the rock even though they got the other two backs. But anyway, point being is that Miami's secondary, you know, is the weaker end and Buffalo's air attack is their top end. So a bad combination here. I guess the real question ends up being, can Miami keep up with Buffalo, especially noting the injuries in the secondary? No. Right? That'll keep them I, in the game. That's, and that's,
0: that's the point I'm getting to is I don't think, and hence I said, you know, bet the over because I think it is probably going to be a shootout. But I believe Miami, look, I, I live in this area, so you get to hear all angles of what the Dolphins are all about. I believe they're the team that will beat everybody they're supposed to beat. And they're probably going to have really tough time with teams like Baltimore and Buffalo, and you know teams that are are legitimately good and, and playoff caliber teams.
1: Well, they're getting crazy love here because that this number has come down. I believe originally it, it hit six at some point at some books, and then it was five and a half, and now it's down at four and a half. So, the money's been coming in on the Dolphins, which is, which is funny because right now the Sharps are in the Dolphins, but if you look at the tickets and the money, it's still slanted hev- heavily toward the Bills. So, you know, you, you wonder whether or not syndicates or, or other big money is coming in right now on Miami.
0: Because I'll yeah, be honest, that's, I... that's look- weird. I just looked at it three three hours ago, it was five and a half.
1: Yeah, now it's down to four and a half. On DraftKings? On DraftKings, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I'll, I'll do the right. most updated, that's, that's, you know, no, and I'll I, take yeah, a look, it but it's four and a half. half.
0: So, you know, that's been coming something, down. Something just hammered it.
1: And I'll be honest, I I picked the Dolphins in this one because I thought the five and a half was a little too hefty. Four and a half, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm still going with the Dolphins here. I... I question whether or not Buffalo is going to be able to to maintain their defense with the speed that the Dolphins have.
0: I don't think they I don't think it matters. I don't think it, it,
1: why because you think Buffalo's you, offense is just that potent?
0: I do. I, I I'm I'm like legitimately scared of betting against them because they're like the Kansas City Chiefs the past two, three years, right? Like, you can't, you, you don't want to bet with them because you know statistics show you they never cover. But at the same time, you have to bet them because they're that good. You know what I mean?
1: Um, yeah. I I I know, I, I'm just looking at it on a one one-week time frame, right? So, I mean, this is not a game. I don't think you can really pull trends and stuff into this. From- I don't know.
0: It's, it's, it's the same attitude I have towards most gambling sports, such as horse racing. Like if there's a favorite and there's four horses in the race and he's, there's a two to one shot and you look at the other three teams and the other three horses and you're like, oh, well, I mean, there may be a chance, but every one of my bets is going to have that favorite on top. It's It's the same concept. Like the Bills are going to be my favorite until somebody shows me they can knock
1: off that team yeah we we haven't seen that yet e- easy enough i I just hear four and a half points for a dolphin team that has shown you they've got some goods that that's not a lot of points I mean five and a half was definitely you know i I think definitely a Miami pick four and a half is getting a little you know I mean it's it's just a point and a half over the three who did Buffalo destroy in week one was it the Rams yeah, it was the it was the opener. Yeah, it was it was the opener, right? Like that's one of the best defenses in the league. Uh I don't think so. I mean, again, we use DVOA on this podcast quite a bit because it's just better than yardage and the rest. DVOA, the Rams are down at 19th. They came up from 27th because of the performance they had last week against Atlanta. So after week one, I mean, they were down all the way at 27, and they're right, great t- against on the paper, rush.
0: On paper, they have Jalen Ramsey, Bobby Wagner, and Aaron Donald at their three levels of defense.
1: Right. And like Wagner's that's, actually that's... had games since he came in. I think he had a sack last week. I don't know if he had a sack in week one. I don't have, but I know I, I saw a sack last week. Right. So, so, But what I'm saying to you is, you know, at each
0: level, they have all pro talent, right? And, sure. And I'm hard-pressed pre- hard to believe that Miami has that at all three levels. Do you?
1: No, I I don't – no, Miami's defense doesn't have that kind of talent. I I think when I'm looking at Miami and staying in this game and picking them for Sunday, it's just that – look, Miami has so much speed right now, and I liked them at 5.5 when Poyer – well, not Poyer – when Hyde was still in there, but now with Hyde out, I I mean, it's a huge loss. And they kind of thought he wasn't going to play anyway, but now – they're going to be able to keep up with Buffalo. So let's say Buffalo does the same kind of game plan they had in weeks one and two. Um, it's, it's predominantly through the air. Maybe they flip over to the run in the second half like they did against the Rams. But, you know, even if they go up two scores, Miami has proven that their speed is going to keep them in this game. And remember, Tyree Kill's the one that burnt the Bills last year in the playoff game. All right. And what about uh, Buffalo's defensive line?
0: You haven't mentioned them once.
1: No, I mean some injuries. Ed Oliver's out this week, so there you go. One of, one of the starters played week one. Uh, I don't. I think got hit hurt during the game last week, uh, but he's out this week for sure because I saw that. Uh, so that's a knock on their defense. I you know, I'm not trying to take away from Buffalo. I'm looking at the four and a half, and I'm saying, is Buffalo going to run away with this? or is Miami at home in the heat going to be able to keep up seeing that they have the speed and the talent they do at the wideout positions granted you know buffalo has a, a banged up secondary and i think the four halves a little too much that's all i'm saying and so that's why yeah I'm
0: i at. i hear you i i'm like i said before i am they they are the favorites in my mind so i i'm on the fence side of the fence of Okay, I'm going to stay here until someone can show me on the other side that they can, you know, beat this team.
1: Yeah, I got you. Fair enough. And you said you like the over here at 53. This is the highest over of the week. So there are only actually now one, two, three games in the 50 range, and this is one of them.
0: So yeah, I, I, how does it not? I mean, how do they not? Buffalo, especially with the the secondary Buffalo being so banged up. You know Miami's going to score some points. I mean, two is going to two is going to probably have some turnovers too. But I, you know, th- this dish is probably going to be like a forty-something, twenty-something, forty-something, thirty-something game.
1: Yeah, I, I I would side with you there. I right, fifty-three. It's just so many points. You hate to go there, especially since the unders have been hitting at the clip that they have. But I could see the offense getting toward the fifty-three there. I don't have a lean either way, but gun to my head, I'd probably go with the over. Okay, but you you're picking Miami, and then you're going to pick
0: the, and then you, you're thinking fifty three is too much. They, that kind of
1: well, trade wise, no, no, I I understand. Yes, like if Miami's going to stay in this game, it, it's they're going to put up tons of points, right? They're going to yes. have to. That that's how you would imagine it unfolding. And if that's the case, then fifty three, you know, it, it would be the over. All I'm saying is that so far I mean I just read it off this year right now the overs the unders are 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 winning at a clip of 20 to tw- 20 to 11. so the the games minus a couple have been you know low scoring so sure you know in 53 but uh I would say if I'm picking Miami yeah sure the over is probably the way it would go yeah I I'm, I'm taking the bills in the over You're taking the Bills in the over. I'm just taking the Dolphins on this one. And so that will bring us to game number two. And that game is also... Going to be in the Sunshine State. This game is going to be on the other coast, however, as the Buccaneers are hosting the Packers. The Bucks are one-point favorites right now at home. Over/under here is forty-two. The stats are kind of split. There's only there's a slight lean toward the Bucks. Fifty-seven percent of the tickets, fifty-five percent of the money, and the sharps are going to come in on Green Bay. So the Bucks obviously are injury-riddled. Uh, d- Drama ridden, uh, riddled, yeah, injury riddled, injury ridden, whatever. Drama drama failed. Dru- tons of drama around Tampa Bay as this whole Tom Brady thing now is just. I mean, it's just beyond. Last week he's throwing his, he's throwing the tablets around. Everybody and their brothers looking at it. You know, he didn't look all that good. And the Saints, they, the Saints were a darling child of betters last week, and they and they got caught. But the game was close. Now they lost by ten, but it was a, fought, a close fought game. So um, I don't know. Now here, Tampa Bay, I think this is a get right game for Tampa, right? The, yeah, the Chris, I, a. I didn't don't get right game.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, to to comment on what you said first, that matchup between Tampa and New Orleans is always crazy,
1: right? It's
0: always, it's always hard fought. They know each other. Like we talked about the, you know, those rival, those in intra-division rival games, they're very uh, emotional. They're very hard fought so on and so forth, especially those two teams. So I, I get why Brady's all riled up. I mean, he's, he's playing with a bunch of Joe Schmoes who, you know, his other wide receivers are, they don't play the way that he is used to people playing but he should be mad at himself to be fair because he's the one that disappeared for weeks on end and you know he's wasn't that into it this year retired came back you know he's just expecting everybody to do what he says when he says it and we all know that he's secretly the head coach of that team
1: Right? Well, like well although their old head coach was on the sidelines last week, to which he got a notice in the mail from the league saying, please do not return to the sidelines, you're not no longer the coach. Yeah, why was he there? They said that the box that would have housed the Buccaneers was not available because of construction, I believe, was what the storyline was and as a result they had the ability to go down to the sideline because they couldn't be up in the box. Although, I thought
0: he's still I, I thought I, he's still a part of their coaching staff.
1: No, 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 no. He is not a part of the coaching staff. He is now uh a, up in the upper administration. You know, football operations oh, okay. or whatever, right? I feel well, I mean, look, you know, he had a beef with Brady, Brady won. And so, you know, Brady didn't want to get the guy fired. He just didn't want him to coach anymore. So they gave him some kind of cushy position. Remember, Parcells did something similar to that with Miami, right? He was a football operations guy. Didn't work out well at all. And then he was out of there. But, um, you know, last week, obviously, that story they told of construction and the box not available obviously didn't make any kind of sense because, you know, he gets his notice that don't do that again. So um,
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm— confused at the whole football operations title. It's like what John Elway was, right? Same shit.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I mean, you get involved. It depends on where you are. You know, football operations is everything related to what you see on the field. So that would be players, you know, coaches, whatever it might be, right? You know, I mean, we don't want to get too deep in the weeds here, but, you know, they gave him something so they didn't have to necessarily fire him after he had two really good years there with Brady. So, but anyway, back, back to what I was saying. He, he, he is essentially the head coach, because Todd Bowles
0: is not the head coach. So I think that's why Brady overreacted. Now, I do not believe this is a get-right game for, for Tampa Bay. I, as a matter of fact, the, the Packers here are like one of my super picks for the week. I I, I actually think they're going to show you – we're going to get more after watching this game from the Packers' side than we will – about how good the Bucks are going to be in eight weeks from now, if that makes sense to you?
1: Uh yeah, it does. Uh, look, the Bucks right now are really chopped up. They have uh, so many injuries; it's ridiculous. I, like nobody's yeah. playing. I, their entire line, their entire wide receiver core. You know, you're not really going to know what the Bucks are like now until probably midseason, because right. they're going to have to bring everybody back. Then they're going to have to get everybody actually on the field in at the same football time. shape. Yeah, it's going to be a a slog for them to get to where they got to go. Uh, Green Bay, not they—I mean, they are banged up, but not nearly as banged up. And their defense, you know, is put together. I mean, the one thing is that both defenses, you know, should be pretty good. Now, Green Bay has not, you know, stepped up to the plate as of yet because they're they're twenty-third right now, DVOA, while Tampa Bay is second. Um, but that Green Bay defense was good. It's just they, they haven't really clicked. And, you know, I think this is applicable across the league right now because they don't really use preseason anymore. That A lot of these teams are just rusty, plays a little iffy. You know, you don't really see the crisp football that you will come week six, week seven, right? And I think that the Packers defense right now is kind of stuck in the middle there as they're they're just getting back into game shape. Tampa Bay's defense, however, I mean, I mean, they came out firing. And they, they've been awesome. One against the pass, 15th against the rush. Um, you know, so the question really kind of becomes, do you think that Tampa Bay's offense with Brady can keep up with the Packers and that their defense, the Buccaneers defense, that is, can turn around and shut down Green Bay to the point that they can, you know, overcome these offensive issues and get the, get the W. You know, this game is probably going to be we got Tampa Bay's defense, no?
0: Uh Yeah, I guess that's I guess that would be fair because it's not going to be about Green Bay's defense, it's not going to be about Tampa Bay's offense.
1: You got to pick one team, yeah. one side that would is going to yeah. be the pivotal one. Which one is it going to be?
0: Yeah, Tampa Bay's defense because if they collapse in any way shape or form, Rodgers is just going to take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, and I I don't know in this game if Rodgers ends up going off. Right? Is Tampa Bay going to be turn able to turn around and reciprocate and keep up? You know, in the in the scoring column, I don't know if that's going to happen. Right? I think Tampa Bay's defense is going to have to shut down Green Bay so that they can get a lead and then maintain the lead. I mean, they they're the ones that are going to have to come and play this week.
0: To us, that they've done the first two weeks. I mean, they shut down Dallas's offense, and then they shut down New Orleans's offense. That's exactly what happened. Tampa Bay only has only scored what nineteen and and thirteen or nineteen and seventeen. Yeah, what, what, I mean, what did they,
1: they're not they're not expecting a lot of points in this game because the over under is forty two. So it's one of the lower end over unders for the week.
0: I think the Packers. Are much better than people gave them credit for in that first week of the season when they got crushed. I mean well, that what we saw what we saw last week was much more like what the rest of the season will be compared to you know that first week of the season.
1: Yeah, well, I mean the same exact thing happened last year with Green Bay. They came know, out got crushed by the Saints and then turned around had a monster week two and then they were off to the races. You know, they still got to figure out some things here, right? Sammy Watkins now out for four games. Not that he was a big pivotal piece, but he was one of these random wide receivers they put together in a room that somehow is going to replace Devontae Adams. So he's out for four games. Uh, It looks like Lazard is going to play again. So, you know, you got Lazard, Dubs, uh, Watson or Christian? Watson, Watson, yeah. Cobb. Cobb, uh, you know. Tunyon, you know, whenever he wants to utilize them. So you know, Green Bay still figuring it out as they go. I mean, they're really just leaning on Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. Well, I think they're all no, they're leaning
0: on Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they have utilized the the run game, you know, pretty big. They're fourth DVOA in the NFL right now in the rushing category. So it's been the rush yeah. and and the ground game that has kept their offense afloat more so than Rodgers. But I mean, they're just leaning on Aaron being Aaron since they don't have any wideouts, and it doesn't really look like anybody wants to take the crown.
0: Uh, I they're just too young, and Lazard, who we thought was going to, is hurt. It's not going to be Cobb. We know that. No, there's no Deva- there's no Devontae Adams on that team. There, there is. There's nobody. There's nobody with his pedigree. He was incredible at Fresno State, and which is inc- which is just weird that you know De- Derek Carr made somebody that amazing. But uh, Devonte Adams, we knew from like season two on, was really good. He wasn't even that good as, his rookie year, from what I remember reading. Um, so I, I, you're not going to, you can't expect a, a Watson or a Dobbs, Dobbs, Dobbs. To uh, to just jump out there and be the next Devontae Adams, either.
1: No, I will say that they are available in a lot of fantasy leagues, and I'm kind of eyeing them. I just don't know which one to grab,
0: but I definitely I already, I already did it. I, I did it and and waste and dropped them and did it again. And
1: I I know, but now I, I think that this is going to be now that you could get Sammy Watkins out of there, right? So now these guys are going to have to step up to the plate one way or the other. And Lazard, look, Lazard, it's been three, four years of this now. He's just not the guy. He's not. So, you know, he might come in. He's always hurt. He's always hurt. But even when he's not hurt, he has, like, one big game, and then he kind of vanishes, maybe sometimes because it's due to injury, maybe not, you know. But I think that the rookies here have a real chance to shine if somebody wants to step up. So, I I mean, I definitely think they're probably in deeper leagues worth, uh, you know, squatting on at this point especially after this week. I have a feeling that somebody's going to come out of this week and, and they're going to be like one of the top pickups because they'll have, you know, 6 for 86 in a touchdown or something like that.
0: Yes, and then they're going to be the number one wa- waiver claim.
1: Right, because they'll be like, "Oh, there's Aaron Rodgers' guy, you know, they, we're going after him next." So, in this regard though, I I took the bucks. I took the bucks at home, one point I like Tampa Bay's defense. They're at home, you know, Brady, yeah, it took a lot of shit last week. I think he kind of turns it around and, and fixes it this week. He doesn't have a lot of people. I definitely think there's a lot of risk in going with Tampa Bay. But, you know, if you go with the Bucks here, you're going with the road dog, you're going with Rogers and, and no wideouts like we were talking about, and a defense that hasn't really stepped up yet, you know. And so if they continue this play, you know, being ranked down at twenty third. You know, that gives Brady some breathing room. And I'm going to take the, the GOAT at home here with the one point.
0: So, um, well, I'm going to take the Packers. But if this game was at Green Bay, what's the spread?
1: If this game is at Green Bay, what is the spread? I'd probably say Green Bay 2.
0: Well, you're just using the three-point rule.
1: Well, no. I mean, I you know... I'm not going to put Green Bay three, right? So, And I'm not making them one, that's for sure. So I'm probably saying Green Bay two to two and a half. Somewhere in there. I'm not making a Uh, three-point favorite against Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay's still got, you know, number two defense coming in here. But, you know, a lot different playing in Lambeau than in Tampa. So, you know, obviously the point shifts. The three points ends up being kind of you know, more or less formulaic, but it is what it is. Why
0: what would yeah, you like? I, I thought it would be bigger than that. Like a four and
1: a half. Really? Five and a half. Wow, that's yeah. really a, I mean, Tampa Bay hasn't looked that good, but I mean, they're also two and oh.
0: I love Green Bay in this in this matchup here. I, I can't I honestly this is I can't see them losing. To be honest, I, I just, well, I, especially Tampa if you would has, make them
1: four and a half point favorites at home. I mean, if you have them four and a half favorites at home, you probably have them favorites here on the road. So bucks correct. minus one to you is like, you're drooling yeah. at that.
0: Like, yeah, hundred percent. This is my, this is one of my bets that I love. Absolutely love.
1: Oh, well, funny. The bucks to me are my lock of the week. Oh, jeez, oh, <laughs> They're my lock of the week. No suspense later. As I just told you now.
0: No, not a chance. So,
1: all right, we're not on opposite ends on that one. 42, to tell you the truth, I I, I would lean toward the over in this one. Um, because 42 is one of the lower numbers, and I definitely think that the offenses might get something here. But, you know, I, again, I'm not picking it. I'm just saying if I had to lean, I probably over in both games right now. I'd, I'd actually like the opposite of
0: that. I think I'd go under.
1: Are you like under the the 42 just because these guys have been so sloppy and they're going to be run-centric? I think, especially Tampa Bay, I don't
0: think Tampa, Tampa Bay is going to put up their share of the points.
1: Yeah, well, you're thinking Green Bay is going to mop the floor with them. So, you know, I, I I'm mean, thinking, I don't know, Bob. I mean, like, I'm thinking 20 to 13, something like that. Packers 20 to 13 on the road. Well, I mean, that's what the Sharps are thinking. The Sharps are with you and the Packers. And like I said, tickets and money are, are pretty evenly split. The lean, small lean is on the Buccaneers. Yeah. So, all right, well, those are the big two games of the week, and so now we will rip down the rest of the docket. Third down. down. All right, so we will start off with the Chiefs-Colts. This game to be played in Indianapolis, Chiefs. Road favorite, 5.5 is the spread now. This game was up at 7, has come down to 5.5. It is a darling of the Sharps and the pro bettors. They're loving Indianapolis here. So, uh, over-under is 50.5. Sharps on the Colts. uh, Big tickets on the Chiefs at 71%. Small portion of the money. So, do you like... Pat Mahomes here and the five and a half on the road because the Chiefs are more or less on fire? Or do you think that this is the, you know, the, the Chris Eggie get right game, which is what everybody and their brother is saying for Indianapolis as they pick them?
0: Yeah, I don't understand why they're all, why everyone's picking that. I don't either. Why, why does everybody think that this is the get right I game have, for that?
1: I have no clue, but that is the explanation I have heard out of every single show I've listened to. Everybody's picking Indianapolis. They're all saying it's too many points and that Indianapolis isn't this bad and they're going to turn around here at home, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't understand it, but I do understand that seven is a lot of points, but I don't understand the the faith in Indianapolis turning around and, you know, turning around in this game specifically.
0: Yeah, I I don't.
1: I mean, honestly, this is like a pick let
0: us move on game for me.
1: Yeah, I, you I, went with the Chiefs, right? Right. Yeah, I, so did I. the Colts, the Colts just
0: got blanked by the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, I don't. know. I, I have no faith in the Colts here, and I liked it at seven. I love it even more at five and a half. So uh, you know, Chiefs from both of us here. You know, until Indy shows something, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna doubt you know that team versus Pat Mahomes. You know, I mean, Pat Mahomes just you know they, they had, a, I mean, granted a bad first half, but they did take on the Chargers and and won and beat them. And, I don't think Matt Ryan's the answer to that team. Uh, I don't know. He, I, have watched both games. He hasn't looked good at all. Uh, but you know, I don't know. Maybe he turns it around because again, look. I mean, it's a new team, new air. You know, uh, new town, new talent, new locker room. I, it's only two games in the season. Didn't really play in the preseason, so I'll give him a couple more games. But it doesn't look good right now, and the Chiefs look great. So that's why we're both on the Chiefs. So that yeah, was- I. Yeah, 100%. Right. So next game will be the Eagles at the Commanders. The Eagles road favorites here by 6 over under 47.5. The money is all over the Commanders in this one, as are a lot of the podcasts that I've heard Picking Washington here with the six points. 72% of the money is in on Washington. The Eagles basically have nothing other than some sharps are picking them. Which is funny because everything that I've heard uh, you know, through content this week has been commanders, commanders, commanders. But Action Network has the sharps on the Eagles right now. And that's about it. Uh, I went Eagles. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is like another game where I've watched
0: Washington... They they got hammered early by Jacksonville yep. in the first game. Then they got hammered by
1: uh, Detroit. Yes, that was last week.
0: Yeah, like and now you're bringing in one of the top teams in the in like the country.
1: Well, I think you know Wentz hasn't looked awful. Uh, you know he hasn't looked great, but he hasn't looked awful. He's definitely had the ability to get them back in the games, or you know get a lot of yardage. Uh, Dotson, McLaurin look like a nice little combo there, you know their running backs leave something to be desired. Their defense is, is the weak part, and I think that's the, the the part that I have trouble with here is that I don't you know they they're, they're going to keep up with the Eagles with offense, or they're not going to stop the Eagles defense, or stop the Eagles offense with their defense. I it's tough for me to understand outside of the Commanders throwing up points. That they're they're going to stay in this game, so that's why for me this was almost a snap pick with the Eagles and the six. I get six points is a lot, but you know, Washington's defense is twenty eighth in the league right now.
0: Yeah, Washington's horrible. Yeah, horrible.
1: And their offense is okay, but it's fifteenth. It's not like it's it's top notch up there. So for me, you know, I I don't I don't. This was this was if it wasn't the Bucks, the Eagles were probably going to be my lock of the week, even with the six.
0: Yeah, I, I love the Eagles. This is a great, this is a great, great tease game too.
1: Definitely with the tease because at you know six, you can bring that down to the Philly just winning the game. And again, you're 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 blowing up my spots here because you know the Eagles are in my teaser. So great minds yeah. take a like. We must share DNA in some way, shape, or form. So uh, we are both going to be on the Eagles on that one, and then we will travel to East Rutherford for the next game. Jets coming off that big turnaround win. They are six-point home dogs to the Cincinnati Bengals, who have not done anything right so far in 2022. Uh, The Bengals six-point favorites, 44-and-a-half is the over-under. Sharps are going to be in on the Jets. You knew that at six points at home. But meanwhile, heavy tickets and heavy money on the Bengals. 83% of the tickets, 91% of the money. Who are you taking here with the Jets trying to not experience the, the same issues they had last week where they had to come back to multiple scores with a minute 30 left in the game.
0: Yeah, I think if you're going to have a, a what you keep referencing as a get-right game, I think this would be that for the Bengals. I I don't know how that happened. Like the Browns should be 3-0. You know? But, I mean, hey, a win's a win. They came back. I, they showed the world something.
1: Well, if you watch the uh, game, their defense just basically quit with the last two two drives. I mean, they just went into the 10-yard cushions. It was like the prevent. It's, it's what people have been bitching about for 30 years now. You know, prevent defense, don't do it. Don't give them 10 yards of cushion. And that's exactly what they did. The entire, you know, for two drives. It was like, "I'll take 10, I'll take 10, I'll take 10, I'll take 10." It was like, "Holy shit. Come on, guys."
0: Yeah, it's what the Raiders did too against It's the, exactly uh, what the Cardinals. Raiders did.
1: Yep. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, so- I, I
0: just, I don't, I don't believe in uh, the Jets at all. I don't care how you know what happened last week. They're, they're more like what happened to them the first week of the season against the Ravens. Uh, I, I believe that Cincinnati is, is good, and I don't know how they lost. I can't, I, I can't figure out half the games that have uh, occurred, other than you know, shaking off the rust, I, I, I guess. But the Bengals losing to the Cowboys
1: was just mind-blowing to me. Well, the Cincinnati's problem right now is their offense. Their offense is fucking putrid. It's 32 out of 32 DVOA. It's just awful. Burrow hasn't looked good. The line hasn't looked good. You know, I, I mean, you'd like to look at their defense and been like, ah, oh, their defense is, is blowing it. But it's not their offense. It's just completely dysfunctional. Burrow just doesn't look good. You know, so again, you know, how many times can we say "get right game"? How about one more? There you go. And you're right. I think this might be the game that they just open up on the Jets.
0: Yeah, they're they're way too talented to not be to be owing to. Yeah, so I mean, they're 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 people would die to have the pl- the the personnel that they have on offense. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's just taking some of these teams a little while to get going, and, and the Bengals are definitely one of those teams, especially when the offense with their strong point and they're dead last in the league. Like, what the hell? Come on. I don't guys.
0: believe in Joe Mixon. I know that half the world loves him as a, as a fantasy player. He's pretty but, solid, uh, dude. I mean, I, I just I don't think he's as good as people give him. I don't know. That's just me. I I I've never had him in fantasy. I I never believe that he's somebody that that we would call elite. But hey, it is what it is. I, their their wide receiving core is incredible. That everybody
1: on that, you know.
0: They're all they're all wide receiver ones. Ah. I mean, it made me not tough. Tyler, Boyd,
1: but no, I got you though, and that's I think the reason that we think that they should just mop up here with the Jets. I, Jets are okay. I mean, you know, they they have something that they're developing that has potential, but they're not there right now. And I'd be shocked if the Bengals didn't find a way to open it up a little bit this weekend. So the yeah, day- like I'm hard, oh. I'm hard pressed. To, oh, sorry about no, that. No, keep going. You, I'm, you're hard pressed. I'm, for- I'm hard, I'm hard
0: pressed to believe that Joe Burrow will ever have this amount of talent around him for the rest of his career. Like, he he literally has RB1, WR1, WR1, WR1. He, I mean, his tight end is uh, Hayden Hurst, so who knows. But, I mean, that that their lineup is incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean, fiscally speaking, they're just not going to be able to keep them all because ultimately they're going to run into cap issues. Of course. So, of course. Which is why, you know, to your point that, you know, this is the best he's going to have, you know, especially, if, you know, you're going to have to keep, Chase, and you're going to have to keep him, and they're going to eat up so much cap space. It's going to be ridiculous.
0: Yep. Yep. But anyway, moving
1: on. All right. So, Minnesota Vikings hosting the Lions. Here you go. You got an NFC North battle. Vikings are the favorite by six points. Lions not getting any love after their grit. uh, and determination in the first two games of the season. The over-under is 52.5 right now. The tickets are on the line side 61%, and then the money is split. The Sharps have not taken an angle. Um, I picked the Lions here. I know I have heard every content creator pick the the Vikings. I have heard the Vikings are really good. They are they're better at home than they are on the road. You saw that in Week One. Week Two was a tough spot, you know. And the Lions, you know, for whatever it is, they were down big in the game one, and they had to come back. and And Eagles kind of let them back in that game. And then in this game, they got up and they almost let Washington back. Regardless, I don't care. Six points for me in this... The the Lions continually show me they're just going to keep fighting to the end. And I can't imagine... I mean, St. Brown's good. DeAndre Swift's good. They have offense. So I think they can at least try to keep this under six.
0: I'm with you. I, I actually like the Lions to win this game. I think that Minnesota... Coming off that game last week... I thought they were... Like from week one to week two, they're one of the biggest droppers for me because I, I did not think that they were going to get destroyed like that last week, and they just got
1: throttled. Yeah, tough, like tough spot. And uh, what do you call? it? Who was? Uh, was it Slay ate? What do you call? It? It's lunch. ate Jefferson's lunch. He, he he did nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Minnesota's. <laughs> I don't know. I I I just I, lo- I don't like Detroit that much. But you you use the correct word. Like they're gritty, and I can see that this game coming down to the wire, and Detroit winning it there at at, at in in the end of the game.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm I'm with you on the win, but definitely keeping it within the six points, which puts us both on the Lions side for that NFC North battle. Um, we will go back to the AFC for the next game. Patriots hosting the Ravens. Ravens are the road favorite. Two and a half points. The over-under is 44. Great number, baby. And then the tickets and the money are are on the Ravens. Definitely, in terms of the tickets, 78%, 64% of the money. Uh, I took the Patriots. I, I know I'm going to get roasted on, on this end, but I don't know. I I have a feeling that the Patriots might actually win this game. There was, you know, there's something a little a miss in Baltimore right now. Their defense is not good, and that offense is doing it on big plays, right? Big plays and big plays only. They have no running game. They really need to get Dobbins back to see if he's got anything in the tank. So I know the Patriots looked bad in week one. They looked okay against a terrible team last week in, in Pittsburgh, but I'm going to take them here in the two and a half.
0: I don't even know what to say to you.
1: Yeah, all right. So you're going on, you're going with the Ravens you're you're an idiot why you're bet you're bet what
0: why baltimore is like top three in the in the afc they they were smoking that team last week and then they went into some bullshit shell of a defense and and whatever happened they 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 by the end of the year it's gonna be
1: them and the bills playing for the afc championship the Patriots
0: so, are horrible.
1: So so Baltimore right now has the number one pass offense, right? Their rush offense is 32nd. It's the worst that there is, right? So I'm saying here, I you know, Belichick, he's had two games to get, you know, this team aligned. I don't think that they're a great team. I think they have a chance here at home. And so I'm going to ultimately take homefield and Belichick over Baltimore where I still don't believe in in uh whatever Lamar I, I just I can't see that being successful because outside of that what it, it was a rookie year it hasn't worked since right and then last week I mean dude they were up so much and they got toasted you know yeah I, I, so I I just don't I, I don't
0: believe in anything that the Patriots have, I, I just don't believe in them. If this I, I was this,
1: this, if this was the same spread, same situation last week before they played week two, I would easily pick Baltimore.
0: Yeah, I, I am sorry. No, the Patriots, as good as you think, they are at home with Bill Belichick, uh, you know, at the helm. Like, it's still Baltimore, man. Baltimore's really good. I, I, to each their own. But Baltimore, I don't care how bad
1: you think their rushing game is. By the end of the year, they'll be, what, top 10 rushing? I, I, I don't think they're going to be 32 forever. I think Dobbins is going to be a, a welcome addition to the offense. It's just, yeah, I mean, they're again, using, they're using Ken betting, and Drake. I'm betting week three, right? I'm betting week three right now. You know, I I, I kind of got a vibe on New England. You know, mono and mono, you put it in there. You know, I, I got a little bit of, I got some doubts on Baltimore hitting the road here in this spot.
0: Yeah, I have zero confidence in New England whatsoever.
1: All right. So, no, sure enough, we're on opposite sides, and that'll lead us uh, to your team. Uh, they will be on the road, a road favorite here versus the Titans. The uh, two points is what the spread is currently in favor of Las Vegas. The Sharps like Vegas. The tickets like uh, Vegas. And then the money is on the Titans. So, I don't know what to do here. Over-under is 45.5. So, I guess they're expecting some scoring, which is funny because the Titans really don't score all that much. Um, but, I don't know. I, I, I watch the Titans now two weeks in a row. They're terrible. I, I took the same, I took the Raiders, even as a like, screwed up last week royally.
0: Yeah, I took the Titans against my Raiders. I
1: I mean I, tit- I didn't, what have the Titans done though? Why would you make that pick? I, That's my question. They, they, I don't I didn't
0: mean to do that. It's the Raiders. I don't even know why I typed that. It's it's supposed to be the Raiders. The Raiders are gonna win the game. The Raiders are gonna they're a much better team. Tennessee doesn't have anything other than Derrick Henry. And and, and he
1: doesn't look that good.
0: No, he looks re- he looks finally old. He finally, I'm sorry, i am sorry—I mis said that. It's he finally looks old. <laughs> um, I, I who knows, man? Who knows if that that foot injury really got him pretty good last year, and and maybe it's you know all that weight on the, those legs for all that time. I dude, he carried the ball so much. He's like Ezekiel Elliott. He
1: he's yeah, just well, he's finally. Again, it's the one thing about Derrick Henry I never quite understood what where they give it to him on like a third and one or a fourth and one because he doesn't plow people over. The thing about Henry is he just goes for forty carries and eventually, once everybody else you know breaks down, he's still going. He's more like yes. the Energizer Bunny than the Christian Okoye, and I think we talked about that in a podcast last year. But
0: Jesus, the Christian Okoye—that's. You very much just dated yourself.
1: Yeah, well, whatever. But but you know, Mike Allstott, I mean, that's still going back. You know, Alstott's still going back 15 years at this point. I think
0: it was a different world then.
1: You know, but I, you know, Henry's not that guy. And so now it's just I don't know. He just hasn't been able to keep the the distance. You know, far enough into these games where it's like, oh, there, there's the 60 yard run that makes him him. It just
0: well, let's let's be fair too. It is just two games, but. Uh, I I'm not. I do not believe that the only reason uh, Tennessee was good was because of AJ Brown. Uh, I I don't think that's the biggest reason that they're falling apart in these first two. I weeks. mean, it,
1: it it's a big piece though. Is it? <sighs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, outside it, of your, outside of your quarterback right now, what's the most important position on the field?
0: Well, in this day and age, it's wide receiver.
1: Yeah, wide receiver. That, that's why you just saw the off season that you did with these guys just making fucking buco de Niro. Was because, yeah. you know, the league now is like, all right, defense can't do shit. You know, the, the rules and regulations kind of prevent it. The officiating prevents it. So we need stud wideouts. Let's go get them. Right? So you lose A.J. Brown because you don't want to pay him the $100 million. You fill it in with Traylon Burks. And, you know, it's a huge step down. But the reason I say that is because if you look up A.J. Brown's stats from last year,
0: he didn't have that great of a year. I no. Once again, stats stats don't show you how the coverage leans towards how good a player is and will send extra people that way. I get that, right, when you're looking at just a number on a piece of paper.
1: And but, it's also accommodating for the fact that Ryan Tannehill is very mediocre.
0: See, I I, I actually think... Tannehill is better than mediocre. I mean, he's proven that through how many years? weren't they like the top seed in the AFC last year? Yeah, and then they lost. So yeah, they lost.
1: Yeah, but
0: you know, I but, don't know. Uh,
1: it is what it is. It's two weeks into the season. So I, said, I don't. Uh, you you said Titans originally. Are you now saying Raiders? You meant you made a mistake. Yeah,
0: i I I'm. Yeah, I made a mistake. I'm picking the Raiders. Um, I I think I meant to make. I put a note next to it to talk about how the Titans are better than 0-2. Just oh, like the Raiders okay. are better are better than 0-2. But uh, the Raiders, unfortunately, are, they have a long season ahead of them right now. Because Devontae Adams getting four targets or five targets.
1: Yeah, they got to fix that whole thing. Again, new player in a new situation without a preseason. What do you expect? Right? It'll, it's going to take I, time to ramp up.
0: I mean, Josh Jacobs being
1: Josh Jacob like they need they need some people to step up well it's Adams I mean they need they need Adams to earn his paycheck that's it yeah That's it. So, uh, all right, so we're both on the Raiders there. The next game is going to be another uh, road favorite. There are a total of nine home dogs this week. And here's another one in Carolina where the Panthers are taking on the Saints. Saints favored by two and a half. Over under is 41 points. Panthers are a trifecta bet here. Sharps, tickets, and money. Heavy on the money, 87%. All of the Panthers here, I've listened to every argument about the Panthers right now, and I'm still not buying it. I watched both games, both weeks, and Baker Mayfield sucks. Something awful. And so, I I can't go with him there. I know the Saints, you know, Jameis Winston, probably not much better, but I mean, the Panthers are just a bad ball club. And so, I'm going to take the Saints here just by going Saints and their defense and you know their top line talent, Kamara, Michael Thomas, are, are better than on the other side of the ball. So I took the Saints here in the two and a half.
0: Uh, yes. So I'm sorry, you have me so thrown off because I'm going by what what Action Network says, like the list of the order there, and I'm um, I keep going back and forth here. So oh, I that's apologize. fine. Yeah,
1: I, I, I'm sorry. I. I... I think I use, I use DraftKings to do this one because the Action Network was like four o'clocks, one o'clock, four o'clocks. It was all over. So I don't mean to throw oh, you off okay. there in that regard. Usually, uh, for those following at home, we use the Action Network app and we usually go from top to bottom. But for whatever reason, the Action Network has changed it this year where they don't go in order of times. So, you know, you get a one o'clock game, four o'clock game, four o'clock game, one o'clock game, and it's all over the place. So, DraftKings. Online a- it does. Online, it goes in order. Oh, does it? I, I'm using the app, which I usually use. Yeah. And now it's all yeah, all, yeah. all over the place. So I went to DraftKings. So anyway, yeah. us here in uh, us
0: here in uh, Florida, uh, there's no purpose in using any betting
1: app because we're <laughs> not right. allowed we, to. Bet. You guys can't have fun like we can. So yeah. Uh, but next uh, week' we'll go I will use I will be sure to use the world wide web to pull these down off the action network and that way we can all be in the same order so but right yeah. now let's go to Carolina panthers underdogs by two and a half at home yeah i'm I'm actually
0: gonna take the home dog here i yeah I don't know that everybody think else. that oh really
1: yeah I I'm... everybody loves the panthers this week
0: You know, I heard somebody, maybe it was on the pod, maybe it was on Azar's podcast or or ESPN podcast, one of those two. They were talking about how Vegas wants you to to bet the Panthers. Like they set this at the perfect spread that you look at it and you're like, well, I don't like the Saints and the spread's low enough, so "Ah, I might as well take the Panthers.
1: Well, anybody like in the Saints that only sees the two and a half is going to be like, "All I need is a field goal to win. I'm in, right?" Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you're going to really have to believe in the Panthers, and, and you know, if you if you believe in the Panthers, you're probably going to pick them here anywhere from like four to two, and you're probably going to bet a money money line because you think they're just going to win. So, well, no, I'm I'm saying like they Vegas wants you to bet the Panthers, thinking that the Saints are
0: are blatantly going to win this game.
1: Uh yeah I I I don't know I you know the two and a half well if you put the two teams together what else would you make it? Well the Saints defense is is pretty damn good. Saints defense is good. Uh, they're thirteenth DVOA. Uh, better against the pass than the rush. Carolina is actually twelve defense. I, I mean the 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 real difference I believe is just the offense because the offenses both fall apart. When you start looking at them, Carolina's twenty-three, New Orleans twenty-five. So both these teams are like better defense than offense, and their offenses are awful. But Kamara comes back this week, if I'm not mistaken. You know, check again tomorrow. But everything I read today on Saturday said that he was going to play. Michael Thomas looks okay. I mean, whatever. We're talking about Saints Panthers here. This should be like a two-second thing.
0: Um, yeah, hey, I'm taking, I'm taking Panthers. Taking, I, I, I know, I know you I know all the arguments for both sides, but I. I just, it's not that I don't believe in the pan—the uh, Saints, I just, uh, I'm going to take the home dog here.
1: Okay. So Chicago is going to be the next stop uh, on the on the train, and it is going to be Bears favored at, by three at home against the Texans, over under 39 and a half right now. Money big on the Texans at 81%, and the tickets, a, a small lean to Houston, no sharp action. So who are you taking here? This is actually
0: one of my best bets of the week. You're going to laugh oh. at me, but I I uh I actually like the Bears. I think that they're going to just crush the Texans.
1: Uh I I took the Texans here. Uh I just don't I don't know anything about the Bears. I it I everything I watch it's just terrible. I can't even watch their games all the way through. I did watch last week because it was a Sunday night game. First week I, I could barely get through because it was that that big mud fest. But um you think they're going to blow them out, huh? I do. I I and it's just because I think Justin Fields is
0: actually better than he's he's getting any sort of press about and I think Montgomery everybody just rags on Montgomery and that he did great last week. So uh I I the Texans aren't good and Davis Mills is hurt now and and he was, you know, he was the only reason that that those wide receivers had anything going for them.
1: Uh, Houston, has, start, Houston's defense is not terrible.
0: Yeah, no, they're, they they have talent. They're not terrible, but they're not good. They just have talent. Yeah, I they know. have ta- they have talented linebackers and they have a talented safety group.
1: Right. Well, I'm, I'm I'm taking the Texans. You're you're going to be opposite me. Uh, you're going to take. I definitely have a blowout though, man, a blowout. The Texans have stayed in these games, uh, both weeks. So, uh, but you're thinking blowout Chicago. Well, I'll tell you what, Chicago fans are definitely with you. They want to see that for sure. So let let's get out of uh, the muck there with those two shitbox teams, and we'll head to Los Angeles Chargers hosting the Jaguars. This is the start of the four o'clock slate? Jagu- uh, uh, Chargers now only favored by three. This was way up there. I think it was seven before Friday's practice which Herbert missed with the bruised ribs throwing his availability in question so that spread came all the way down from 7 down to 3 and that happened yesterday so right now yeah
0: somebody got real lucky whoever bet this on Wednesday or Thursday got real lucky
1: well everybody all week was on the Jaguars that has been yeah. the, that has been probably of everything that I've heard the pick of the week for, you know, content providers has been Jaguars. Everybody picked Jaguars. Not a single person picked the Chargers. They love the Jags. They love the seven. I don't think that they'll care about the three. I think the three here, they're, they're, everybody's going to take their pedal off the metal. But everybody that got it in early is going to be like, see, this is why you bet on Mondays and Tuesdays and not later in the week. So um, right now, the, the and, and it didn't really affect the stats I checked. The Sharps, Money, and... Uh, Sharp's money and tickets all on the Jaguars, and hefty too in terms of the money. It was ninety-one percent over under forty-two and a half. So I ended up taking the charge. I I ended up taking the Jaguars when it was seven, and now that it's three, I'm gonna flip it. And I'm gonna take the Chargers.
0: Yeah, I'm with you too. I'm gonna take the Chargers. I I don't even know who their quarterback's gonna be. Who's gonna be?
1: Uh I looked it up. Uh, I think it's Chase Daniel. If he can't go, I I have a feeling that push comes to shove Herbert plays in this spot. They just run the hell out of the ball the entire game.
0: Oh, I don't I don't know if they'll do that. They need their wide receivers to win.
1: No, well, I I just, you know, maybe not run the hell out of the ball, but they're going to run more than they pass. They'll probably you know, protect Herbert the best they can if he plays. You know, again, yeah, I, I love I the Jaguars at think, seven. I don't like him at three, so. And I don't know what don't to do think, with that game. I don't think
0: he's going to go. I, I really don't think he's going to go. I don't think they're going to risk.
1: See, then you'd lean toward, like, Jaguars winning on the road, but then you're like, look, the Chargers defense is is still pretty good. <laughs> so, I mean, you're you're putting the Jaguars on the road against a good defense, and you're going to say that they're going to win. I uh, you know They might still be able to pull it off with a backup, but I don't know. I, I, I love the game Jaguars in the 7, now at 3. I wouldn't even touch this game, but for picking purposes, I'm picking the Chargers.
0: Yeah, this is an ol- only picking game. I, I don't think I—I I have to look over my bets again because I I also picked some of these on Thursday when I thought Herbert was going to play.
1: Right. And oh, I—
0: I threw it in a tease. I could, you could probably tease this both ways, and it's going to win. Um,
1: yeah, well, now, I'm now it's funny. You do the tease, and you're just getting back to where the line originally was, right? That's what you're doing, there. right? Right.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Chargers regardless.
1: All right. So we'll head over to Arizona Cardinals facing off against the Rams. This game, you know, could have at least the beginning of the season been one of the best games on the list, but now the way these teams have played, I don't know what to do with it, but I'll have some interest in watching this one. Cardinals, the home dog, Los Angeles, favored by 3.5, over under 48.5. They're expecting a lot of points. Sharps and the money are all over the Cardinals. The tickets have a slight lean to the Rams, so you got the Bros, the uh, pros versus Joes set up there. I ended up going with the Cardinals. I, I like the Rams. I just... They don't look strong. Everything looks kind of off, and I think the Cardinals here will be scrappy enough to to stay alive and probably win this game at home. I'm
0: uh, going the other way. I think the Rams minus what is it? What's the current line? Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. I I I really like the Rams here. I I know there are so
1: many. How many did you say there was? How many uh, home underdogs are there this week? There's nine home dogs. Nine home (laughs) dogs. There were ten in week one. There's nine this week.
0: It's crazy. Um,
1: It's just me not believing
0: in Kyler Murray that much.
1: No, I I got you. I mean, they needed a lot of stuff to happen last week to get that W. Not to mention, they came out of the gates and they were awful. So, I mean, that game was, you know, they were done in the fourth quarter and they came back and won. So the
0: Raiders just thought they had that game won. They they just they stopped playing. Um so depressing. So depressing. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the Rams. I, I think that the that team after getting throttled in, in the first week, I don't know how they let Atlanta back in the game last week.
1: I don't know Atlanta, because Atlanta's cr- scrappy. They're going to be the next game that we talk about, but Atlanta's got a scrappy, scrappy little team. They're kind of yeah. reminiscent of Detroit from last year, and I guess Detroit of this year, but definitely Detroit of last year, where they don't yeah. necessarily quit. You know, they keep their head above water, and then you know Drake London coming along. He had monster stats last week.
0: Yeah, I like. I thought the Rams laying ten points last week as a lock, and it was a lock. And then all of a sudden. They just whatever it is what it is, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think that they're gonna just torch torch that that secondary, and uh, Stafford just gonna eat eat them alive. Hey, I, I just I, it,
1: this is one of those games that when I do stats on Sunday night and I look and the Rams won thirty to ten, I'm gonna be like, of course they did. Yeah. Right. I I think the two games like the Chiefs at the Colts and the and the Rams at the Cardinals, you could look back and and once those games are lopsided one way, you probably look back and been like, Yeah, I you know, I, I shouldn't even have Yep. Thought that, yep. But at least, well, with the Chiefs, I am going with the Chiefs here. With the Rams and Cardinals, I'm going with the Cardinals. You're on the opposite side of that. And that brings us to our final 4 o'clock game, which is the Seahawks hosting the Falcons. We just mentioned the Falcons. They're dogs here on the road against Seattle. This actually flip-flop, I think, at one point. I think it changed back. I think I saw Atlanta favorite yesterday. But then Seattle is now the current favorite by 1.42 is the over-under uh, right now, the it's a trifecta, and uh, you know this is a, this is a four o'clock game, late. So right now, 96 percent of the money is on Atlanta. 69 <laughs> percent of the tickets is on the Falcons, and then the sharps are also on Atlanta. Do you watch the new Beavis and Butthead series on Paramount?
0: No, we it's don't really have Paramount. Good.
1: It's really good. It's actually really funny. I, I haven't really laughed out loud at any kind of comedy, you know, whether it, it's live action or animated. And I was a huge fan of Beavis and ButtHead back in the day, as you well know, but these actually have made me laugh uh, on my couch <laughs> by myself watching them. There's a couple of lines that are, are very... It, it's cool. It's like R-rated comedy kind of back again. Uh, limited. Like, but, ol- uh, like old school South Park? Kind of like old school South Park, but he doesn't really change... Beavis and Butthead, so they're still stupid, and they still don't have a vocabulary. And so it's limited in that regards. You know, South Park is definitely the more verbose, uh, you know, a- animated comedy. But it's just the punchline is offensive, you know, in, in certain regards. And so, like, you just sit there and you just kind of laugh. You're like, oh, man, they're actually going for it there. So, uh, but anyway, uh, so Beavis and Butthead back to Seattle, Atlanta. Um, everything on Atlanta right now, I ended up picking Atlanta too, because I hate Seattle.
0: I just don't care about this game at all. I picked Atlanta cause I, I, you're either picking with Mariota or you're picking with Geno Smith.
1: Yeah. I, I can't go with Geno I, I, Smith. It, Seattle's bad no. everywhere.
0: Seattle's pretty bad across the board. I mean, their lineback, some their, their two linebackers are okay. And they're uh, uh, one wide receiver I, I guess Lockett's okay they you know Metcalf is a monster but he needs a talented quarterback you know he needs somebody who can get him the ball the correct way uh, uh, no the Falcons aren't that good either but uh, I just I don't care We we gonna waste time talking about the let's dynamics not. of each yeah <laughs> let's not
1: pick the team you got Atlanta yeah, I got a letter. All right, good on. Okay, so then that brings us to our Sunday night football game. This game is going to be the 49ers in Denver. So actually should be an okay game uh, right now. Again, another road favorite. 49ers favored by one and a half with Jimmy G under center. The tickets and the money right now all over the 49ers. 76% of the tickets, 86% of the money. Uh, for San Fran, and the Sharps are going to come in on the side of the Broncos. So what do you got? Uh,
0: I love, 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 love the 49ers here.
1: Yeah, I ended up taking the 49ers as
0: well. I just don't... I I don't know. Once again, you know, we were talking about, like, the Bills, right? And saying how how I was saying, you know, I'm going to keep picking the Bills until somebody shows me they can stop them. I'm going to keep picking against the Broncos, until Russell Wilson shows me he's you know still got something in the tank. He looks horrible.
1: Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I I I'm with you there. Um all right. So I don't know. If 43 and a half, do you got any lean there? I, I if
0: I had to, I would go under cuz I just don't, I haven't seen Seattle I mean I haven't seen uh Denver put in, put up any points yet. Would they put up 17 and 17?
1: Yeah, I, something like that. You would think originally that that would probably be an over game, but the the Broncos have looked so terrible.
0: Yeah, and Judy, I guess Judy might play. It's it's still up in the air, but without him, who's the? I mean, I don't even know who the other guy would be. Ham- Hamler's not going to play, so you are talking Sutton and a nobody.
1: Yeah, yeah I, uh, I, 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 I. That's why this is Forty ers to me. You know, I mean, yeah yeah I,
0: I love the 49ers here they're they're in a couple of my bets so they,
1: they lucked out with Lance getting hurt because I think they at did least right now they did Jimmy G gives him a better chance to win as crazy well as it I is. think
0: they realized I think they realized that right like what was that the, the very last week of the preseason they they signed Garoppolo. Right. I think they realized after a month and a half of training camp like oh shit Lance might not be our guy.
1: Yeah, well, now he's definitely not their guy. So we'll both go on the 49ers in that one, and that'll bring us to our final game of the week. And that brings us to Monday Night Football, where my Giants are going to be hosting the Cowboys-NFC East battle. The New York football Giants, one-point favorites at home here. 39 is the over-under Right now, everybody is on the Cowboys with a couple of days left. Sharps, tickets, money, money the heaviest of all of them, 67% on Dallas. So do you give the Giants a shot here at home against Cooper Rush and this most heralded offense of the NFL? C.D. Lamb, what happened to you?
0: Uh, I do not. I don't think the Giants are going to win this, unfortunately. As much as I'm, I'm going to be rooting for them, but I don't think they're going to beat the Cowboys.
1: No, huh? You're not going to give them a shot.
0: You think it's going not to be a real. blowout? Yeah, honestly, yes. I, I don't think the Giants are 2 are I, I, like, I They're not a 2-0 team.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're not a 2-0 and team at all. I've watched both games. They're not great. I picked them here. I picked them in this spot. I just, I, you know, the Cowboys have got to go on the road to Cooper Rush in prime time. You know, you're going to be relying heavily on that defense. Micah Parsons, obviously phenomenal. I got a, I got a ticket for him for NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I like that going into right now, barring injury. You know, a lot of season left, obviously, but um, for the Giants, I don't know. Like right here, it's just home favorite by one point. It really depends on Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones. You know, is as mediocre to bad as he was in games one and two. I probably think that the Cowboys walk away with this one, but I'm putting a little bit of stock in the fact that I think that Dable is going to be able to kind of gear Daniel Jones to a positive third game and an improvement off games one and two. You know, obviously you're looking for Saquon to come back as well. You know, Dallas, it's all about Cooper Rush, man. You know, Dallas to win here, you're you're going to need to go with Rush on the road. Giants are getting some pieces back, Ojolari and Thibodeau might play this week. But none of that matters to you. No.
0: I, I just looking at overall talent of the team, I don't think that uh I don't think the Giants are good, man. I as this is not going to be their year. They they really don't. Daniel Jones is uh, he's fine. I mean, he's he's Making it through, but he's not the answer, and
1: he's not the answer, not not at all. He's just got to get through the year there,
0: though. Dallas is Dallas is better than than their record shows too. I, they put up a horrible, horrible effort in that first record. Week no record. Against, there's no
1: Dak. So yeah, but that. But you. But you can't. You ragged on Dak before the season even began. Saying he's Dak, way better. Than, yes, but he's way better than Cooper Rush. Oh, he's way better. Cooper Rushes. Cooper Rushes is, is serviceable, but he's not good. Right. I okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, we're talking about uh, Cooper Rush here, but
0: this is a this is a pick man. You you're gonna get. It's gonna be a. What what are the tickets on this?
1: Uh, tickets right now are sixty percent in favor of the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take I'll take the point. I, it's not doesn't really affect the betting, unfortunately, because the spread is so close, but. Yeah, and so I'm going to take the Cowboys. I, I can't imagine it going any other way, honestly.
1: Yeah, all right. So I mean, to each their own. I got to go with the Giants here. I mean, they're it's not even my team. I actually think that they're going to win this game. And if you're giving me the uh, home victor, you know, and just one point, you know, that, that's where I'm going to put it. So we're going to be opposite. I we're actually on opposite sides uh, of a couple ones here. So we'll get to see a little bit of uh, variation. Uh, next week, as we uh, click through these results here, so so that is the uh, all the NFL games for this week, and that will bring us to our final segment. Fourth down. Fourth down. Okay, so I'm going to look to continue my hot streak. I was on fire last week, but we all know that that means I am cursed to be uh, you know over this week. So, where are you going here, Chris, with your best bet? So the best bet, I, went, I actually wrote it down, and then he raced it,
0: and I wound up landing on the Chiefs. But I, I could have very easily gone with the Eagles as well.
1: Yeah, I thought uh, you were going to go Philly. Um, you know, Kansas City, I don't know if it was my best bet, only because it's a lot of points. I, I mean, I, Eagles are too. I don't know, KC, Philly, either of those, I guess, really work. I, I did the Bucks. Um, with way less, but a harder game for sure. So,
0: yeah, it's a much harder game. I, I, I there's like three games. Even the Bills, I would throw in there too. But I, the Chiefs, I, I'm sorry, the Colts are. are they looked really bad. Like, yeah, they, they I don't look know terrible. how. I don't know how they're going to turn it around to the point where they beat. I, I mean, not necessarily the AFC favorite, but what, uh, you know, one of the top three teams.
1: Yeah, I was I was surprised that this number didn't go up from seven. And the fact that it went down to five and a half, you know, goes to show yeah. you how little I know. Well, it, was even, it, was, it went even lower than that.
0: It was down to five at some point.
1: Oh, was it? Yeah, so it goes to show you how little I know that I, I thought it would have went the complete opposite way it did. You know, I, I get it. Colts at home, but still. So, KC's your best bet. Bucks are mine. That'll bring us to the super contest. You want to give your top five? Yeah. So, I, I went with the Bears, the Bills,
0: the Packers, the Rams, and the Niners.
1: Actually, I don't think we have one game the same. I ended up going Bucks, Chiefs, Bengals, 49ers. We got both got the 49ers. And then I took the Giants. So I went uh, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Cincinnati, New York, Giants that is, and San Francisco. And then the only thing you had with San Francisco is you went Chicago, Buffalo, Green Bay and L.A. And we're actually opposite with the Green Bay game. So uh, that'll bring us to our parlays. I'll kick it to you, sir. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to use
0: some of my best bets, my super picks, sorry. And I'm going to go with the Bears, minus three, the Rams, minus three and a half, and the Niners, minus one and a half. I think yeah. that's an easy lock for uh, a, a good parlay.
1: Yeah, I ended up just doing two teams, but they both came out of my super contest as well. I picked the Bucks and the Giants for that one. That shows you how much I really like the Giants and the Buccaneers, and which means they're both guaranteed to lose. So if you want a real surefire bet, I would go uh, with Green Bay and the Cowboys. So uh, those are our parlays. We got to you know get moving with the parlays and the teasers because we haven't really. Been, I think I'm the only one that hit one parlay. Otherwise, we're all over across the board. So let's do the teasers. And I'll kick it to you again, and let you pick up. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jack up the Lions spread up to twelve. Okay. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna
0: bring the Eagles down to a pick'em, and I'm gonna bring the Bengals down to a pick'em. Okay. I think that's like I, I like I love the Lions. I think the Lions can win that game, so getting twelve is, is like a gimme.
1: Yeah, I have similar thoughts in regards to using Philadelphia and Cincinnati because I have both of them in my teaser. And then I threw Kansas City in there to bring that basically down to originally a pick Now it would be a half-point favorite the other way. But that is the Chiefs, Bengals, and Eagles. And then for a fourth team, looking in there, I don't know. I kind of looked at the Dolphins because with Dolphins getting the five points or whatever, you throw six on top of that, and then it's like the Dolphins are going to be underdogs by – you know, 11, you know, 11 and a half po- or whatever. Now, nine points, almost 10 points. I, I just thought that was a lot. But, um, I don't know. I, it was a consideration. I didn't do it. Ultimately, I just did the three-team, Chiefs, Bengals, and Eagles for my three. So, that'll bring us to props. Uh, I don't know. I, I looked at a bunch of props. Which one did you ultimately go with? The <laughs> You're going to laugh. Uh, I don't know if you looked at the the my did you look at the note I sent you? I I don't because I I don't want to ruin the you know the back oh, okay. and forth here. So I didn't look at it yet. Yeah. So no.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. So I sent you all my picks and everything, but uh, my prop bet that I uh, I'm going to go with is the Divine Diablo over eight and a
1: half tackles. Divine <laughs> Diablo. So what, what what I didn't see they gave him what eight and a half tackles? Yeah. Wow, wow, that's a lot. Uh, so, anyway, my brother, as a Raider fan, there is a linebacker who has come in to replace Denzel Perriman, who was their starter. This guy's Dion, uh, what, Divine Diablo? Mm-hmm. So, obviously a great jersey with Diablo on the back, you know, all hellfire and brimstone. And uh, he was their second or third rounder last year? Yeah. And yeah. so now he's he's come to the forefront because he was playing well, he's converted safety, and now with Perriman hurt, he got thrown in there and he had fifteen tackles last week. Yeah. Monster game. So you ended Monster. up taking the uh, Diablo over eight and a half. Were there any other ones that you looked at? Uh there are, but uh
0: that's that's my that's my number one pick
1: for okay. there. Uh, I actually looked some some plays that Hurts Hurts had over 238 and a half yards. I kind of looked at that one. I looked at uh, both Matt Ryan and Tom Brady having over one and a half touching uh, touchdown passes. So I was looking for them to get two touchdowns each. One of them, Debo Samuel's, his over under on his rushing yardage was 32 and a half. And I definitely don't think they're going to utilize him in that same vein. Maybe they do, I, you know, but I know they were trying to get away from that. I don't know if they're going to need that versus Denver. Denver's got a tough defense. So I was looking at that one. But then ultimately what I did was an over, and that was Ty- Tyreek Hill's over a yardage. It was only 73 and a half. And so it's still out there. It's still available with hideout and the other troubles that they had and seeing what Hill did the past couple of weeks. I thought that was a, a surefire prop, so I took Hill and the over 73-and-a-half. So, that was my prop for the week. Last week, I, I almost had it with McCaffrey, and then you got that one from me. But you went with Stevenson and said, so uh, it, we were both wrong. Uh, so, anyway, did you look at a look-ahead game by any chance? Uh, yeah, the, what was it, the Thursday night game? Ah! Yes, as our look-ahead, that was the game I was looking at, too. was the Thursday night Miami at Cincinnati. Yes. Miami, yeah, right? I, Miami getting a yeah, point and a half? Miami, yes. I mean, come on. After that this game week. Was,
0: that game's really intriguing, and so is – hold on. i got to pull it back up. The uh, – where is this? Sorry. Uh, Buffalo-Baltimore game is going to be incredible.
1: Yeah, that's a tough game. I don't know if I would look to bet ahead, though, because I don't know what I would do with that anyway, right? i, I got to see the teams out of that. You know, but Miami as a dog, I, I just, right now, look, I, I think that Seattle can, uh, and Seattle, Cincinnati can turn it around this week and get a little something going. But even if they get something going, I mean, mine is Miami just looking horrific. You know, being the dogs at one and a half with that speed that they showed and, and the way that they've played, I definitely th- thought that, you know, Miami would be favored. So when I saw Bengals, you know, Favored by one and a half. That was the one that caught my eye. Well, what
0: about what about Kansas City laying a point against?
1: Uh, they're they're playing the Bucs. They're playing the Bucks on the road. Yes, the they're, Bucks. Sorry, I mean it's the Bucs. Yeah, I know. I looked at that one too. It's just the Buccaneers. I don't know what to do with the Bucks until I see them play this week, right? I don't know how bad yeah. or good they're going to be. So I mean, there there was a lot of you know you go up and down. You know, the, the Patriots Patriots were getting six points. I, granted, it was on the road in Green Bay, though. But, I mean, it was like, wow, if Green Bay looks bad this week and the Patriots end up winning, you know, I would imagine that yeah. line adjusts a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of intriguing games next week. You know, Commanders on the road in Dallas, uh, you know, Dallas favored by only two and a half. You know, if, if Dallas beats up on new york on on monday night then you know yeah
0: that that line won't be tuned and and the commanders get smoked by the eagles that line will change dramatically
1: yeah but i think it was funny that we both looked at the look ahead line at miami at getting one and a half in cincinnati so and that will do it for all of our picks and that brings us to our gambling so fire away chris I've got you right now. I'm still under. Uh, I'm still under. I, I got 98, I like got about 9,800 bucks. So I'm under about 200 bucks. You're under about eight. So what are you going to do with your money this week to try to turn it around? Under about 800? No, you're wrong. Well, uh, oh, hold on. I, I got to add a little bit more because you hit the bucks spread, right? So um, because we yeah, are 450. Like, you yeah, lost bet, 350. Like, you lost 350 and then the Buccaneers gave you what uh 100 to win 90.
0: Yeah, give me my 200 bucks back.
1: Right. So so uh 350 plus the 90, so 260. So uh what are you you're about 9500? 9500? Yeah. Yeah, it's somewhere around there, 94 and change. All right, So you got 9500. I've got 9850, whatever. So Yeah. None of us yeah, are doing so good. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm no, I'm gonna
0: lay it. I'm gonna lay it heavy this week, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna put about a, a grand on the line. Um, for my well, start out for some of my straight bets. I'm gonna do money line Packers. So that's a hundred to win two hundred. Okay. And then I'm gonna take the spreads, and I'm gonna lay that a hundred on the Bills and a hundred on the Eagles. So give me that. Give me that four and a half for the Bills and the six for the Eagles, and I'm going to take that money and run. And And then those
1: are straight bets. Are you doing a lot more straight bets, or are you going to do— No, that's it. Just those
0: three. The Packers money line, and then the Bills and the Eagles uh, give me the spreads.
1: And then do you have any straight bets? Yeah, so well, what I did with straight bets is I did my best bet. So I did the bucks spread. I I put two hundred on that w- with the with the point, and then I also did the Bengals money line, and I did that five hundred. So only to get seven hundred four back. So I'm risking five to make two, which is like why would you do that? Because I just think it's the lock, and I'll take the two hundred bucks and apply that toward my wins or losses. So those were the two straight up things that I did. Were the bucks spread the Bengals money line, 200 on the box 500 on the Bengals money line, and then I did one more just straight kind of bet. That was the prop bet. I put 100 on the Hill over 73 and a half yards. That's not a bad bet. No. I, I, again, you know, Hill, you know, he's either going to be limited, and he's not going to be a factor, or he'll be over 100 yards. Yeah, so, at 73 and a half, it was like, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. So, for uh, moving on to parlays, I got a couple parl a couple money line parlays. I did three this week. Well,
1: so, this is how you get your money back. You love these things.
0: Yeah. So I do, well I did my favorites. So I did the Chiefs money line, the Eagles money line, and the Bears money line. Okay. That's a hundred to win three thirty. And then I got the Bills, the Lions, and the Packers. So I took two two underdogs. And I threw the Bills in there, and that's a hundred to win eight seventy. Okay. And then I did uh afternoon and Monday nighter, so I did a hundred dollars uh to win five fifty, and that's the Rams, the Niners, and the Cowboys. So but I got three money line three money line parlays, three three team money line parlays this week. Okay. That, it, you know, if these cash in, these will put me right back up on top.
1: Well, they should, right? I mean, you're and you're not using anybody, like, you're not using anybody repeatedly. These are all unique, right? KC, Philly, Chicago, and then the second right. one is Buffalo, Detroit, Green Bay, and then you got Rams, uh, San Francisco, and the Cowboys. So, they're all independent yeah.
0: Yeah, right. I was I was trying to avoid uh, uh, mixing and matching because
1: I've done that in the past. It either works out great or it kills you. For sure, right. Because when you do the correlated, one goes down, usually you lose all the rest of them. Right. So, yeah, so those are all my parlays for the week. I only did two parlays. I did the Bucks and the Giants, which is the parlay that I stated above. I did 50 bucks on that. And then I did a money line parlay. I took Miami and New England. Seeing if those two win, I, I put 50 on that as well, and that got me like 300 for the 50. So those were the two parlays that I did. Nothing crazy, just the one that I, I picked originally, and then I did an additional one just to throw out some money line parlay action. What about
0: uh, your teasers? What would you do?
1: I only did one, and I did the one that I picked. I did Cincinnati, Philadelphia, and Kansas City, and so I put 100 for 260 on that one. Again, you know, you look at it, you bring the Chiefs, Bengals, and Eagles all down to basically winning. So, take it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I did it a little different. I, I have two teasers this week, a 5-team and a 4-team. So, I took the Chiefs. Which this I is had, yeah. to win. This is 100 to win 500. So, this is the Chiefs at a pick the Lions at plus 12, the Eagles out of pick the Bengals out of pick and then I went against the New York Football Giants, and I took the Cowboys at plus seven.
1: Okay, so you beefed up mine, which was Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, and you beefed that up by adding in the Lions and the Cowboys. Right. Right. Well, I, I can't say I don't like it. You got my 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 teaser in there. Yeah. I mean, these were these. I tried to use you know some of my my
0: super picks and. I really wanted to get my my best bet in there wherever I could. So, I got the Chiefs in a money line parlay and I got the Chiefs in a teaser. I I can't I can't see, you know, it's funny. You look at every one of your teasers every week and you're like, "I can't see this losing. How is this going to lose?"
1: <laughs> Said every degenerate gambler ever.
0: Yeah. Luckily, I can't gamble here, so I'm good. Um and then my second teaser, 100 to win 360, I'm going to take the Chargers and go the other way with them so that they're getting three points. I'm going to take the Packers getting 7.5. The Rams crossing the line and getting 2.5, and, and the Niners crossing the line and getting 4.5. Okay.
1: Yeah, again, I you, know, you got the Packers in there, which kills me because that's my best bet the other way. But, you know, Packers 7.5 points, it is a lot of points in a game that I think should be close you know and then you make yeah. the rams the 49ers dogs along with the chargers yeah
0: yeah i think that uh i think my my ultimate goal with my bets this week was to spread it out and not kill myself uh too much with with liking one team right like i really like a couple of games but i really wanted to spread it out
1: yeah, well, did you actually take, you know, if those are your teases, did you actually take Diablo in a bet? Uh, Yeah, Diablo is
0: one of my prop bets. So I have a couple props that I also laid some money on this week. After watching myself pick a bunch of winners the past two weeks and not gamble on them, I decided I'm going to uh, lay some money on, on some of the props to see how I do with, with real money on the line. So, so
1: what are you end up going with? Diablo so for I sure, got,
0: right? Diablo's two of my IDPs, so I got two IDPs. I got Diablo fifty to win uh, ninety. That's the over eight and a half tackles. I got fifty on Tala ta- 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 Noah Hufanga. Yeah, Hufanga tackles over six and a half for the for the Niners. I got. Fifty to win, ninety on Brandon Ayuk receiving yards over fifty.
1: Yeah, I saw his name pop up on a couple of you know prop bet advice things. I saw Iu come yeah. through with Jimmy G under center, and then having the connection that they've had in the past at times. Yeah,
0: I I that's exactly why I did it. I just I I foresee him being the lead receiver on that team and. Debo being that, uh, you know, whatever, gadget player, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, So then I also have Montgomery, 50 to win 90, over 69.5 rushing yards.
1: Wow, you did a a lot of parlay, or or, uh, sorry, prop bets this week.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then also I did Russell Wilson over – 237 and a half so over 238 passing yards.
1: yeah you know I mean if he's at home and he's got to write the ship, this might be a good game to get that overage. I, everything in that offense just looks so shitty because yeah, I was looking at but he, I was looking at him and Garoppolo I think they're both around 230 is like they're over under in yardage and I was like, ah you know Russell, maybe that would be one that I would consider, but I just I, I, I took it immediately off because it just it has not looked good.
0: Yeah, I I foresee them playing catch up because I don't like them in that in that matchup at all, and I foresee them trying to play catch up and having to throw to get back in it.
1: Yeah, no, oh, I got you. Yeah, I can see. All right, so that that would dial up the yards. I mean, Russ needs a game here just to to blow up. Right, he's catching a lot of flack all over the place. Hackett's getting roasted. I mean, Hackett. They're, <laughs> They're trying to get Hackett fired. The guy hasn't even had, you know, three games to, to coach here. And yeah. he, he just looks so bad through two that everybody's ready to just throw him on the on the pile. So all right. So you ended up going Russ, Montgomery, Ayuk, Hufanga, and then Diablo. So you you put a lot out there. Good good for you. So uh you got a lot of stuff going here this week. So what does that end up being? You said it was about a thousand?
0: Yeah, I think it's a thousand.
1: Yeah, I think mine maybe, was a thousand maybe. too but yeah. I, I I gassed on the Bengals just getting that money line so and we'll see I've never done a money line heavy that way but you know now looking at it it was like all right you know if you, if you see a lock that you think is a lock you know what does it matter how much you put down you're just looking to get it in return so I put the five down I get two and then that could be used if my bucks thing is wrong and so trying out different different things here so so all right it's why I it's why I always wondered why you know billionaires, or
0: you know, who don't care that much about why why aren't they throwing a million dollars on all the, like a big favorite to win, you know?
1: Well just like to like take like ha- the, the two hundred grand, right? Put a million down. You know, if you were to do a million well, what am I doing? I'm doing the Bengals, right? So if I was to do uh what it was five hundred for seven oh four, so if it was a thousand it would be uh fourteen five fourteen five so five
0: Five hundred to win seven
1: hundred. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it would be you know a thousand to win fourteen hundred, right? So you'd be if you were trying to push it up to a million, you'd put a million down for the chance to win 400000
0: 400, Uh, five hundred would yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And so you know, I mean, your return is like oh, you're putting down a million for four hundred thousand. You know, the risk is six hundred thousand there. But, like, yeah, yeah but, but it's 400 grand. Yeah, but it's 400 grand. Right. So,
0: and you, you know, that, I'm not saying that's the lock of the week, but, like, you could do that with a lot. You know, you could do that with a lot of games.
1: Yeah. Well, I, and that is, you know, a tactic that is well utilized by, you know, a, a lot of bettors is just, you know, yes. putting down big money yeah. on, you know, a single money line just to get that money in hand. Right. Right. So, And as I'm sitting here, Wake ends up losing in overtime, and they roll out to North Carolina and uh, Notre Dame, and on the broadcast crew is Dan Orlovsky, and I'm just upset because now I don't know if he farted going into the game or not.
0: If he farted? You missed that whole thing? Oh, yeah, no. I got to send you the clip.
1: He he ripped one on air going into the Monday night game. They threw (laughs) it to him. It was him, Steve Levy, and... Lance Riddick, and they threw it to Dan Orlovsky for his first, you know, I think it was his first ESPN color commentating game. And he sneezes and then rips a fart right on air.
0: That's awesome.
1: I got to send it to you. So anyway, he's on this uh, ABC college crew here. And uh, that's what was going through my mind. I was like, I wonder if Orlovsky shit the bed again. Uh, All right, so... That wraps it up for week three. We will see where we stand next week. This is usually where Chris will end up coming back and uh, you know coming up from behind and evening the score. But you never know. You know, I did have a monster week last week, five and zero on my super pick. So I'm hoping to yeah, all right, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, okay. I got you know, I, I got to get one year in here. I think you're two and zero so far. Back to back season wins here. I'm yeah, that's true. It's I'm hoping true. I get a W here. So. Uh, until next week, everybody enjoy, and we will talk to you, you know, hopefully Thursday, if not Thursday, we'll have to do it again on a Saturday or whatever, but we'll play it by ear. So. All right, Chris, enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right, you too. Adios. All right, peace out, everybody.